0: Bards Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson and tonight you're listening to a conversation with Dr. Kerry Madey. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, Patriots. And today is Friday, July 29th in the year 2022. I hope you all are preparing to have a nice, comfortable weekend. It's been another crazy week as we kind of wind things down with what will be tonight. Just a great interview tonight. We have Doctor Carrie Midday on. This is her first time back on the show since she's had had her accident. She's healing unbelievably quickly, and I think you're going to find truly a great story tonight on the power of prayer and the power of God in all the healing. So. I will have that in just a moment. Before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep and make sure you have the great products to do just that. The most comfortable sheets I have ever slept on come from my pillow. They're the Giza cotton sheets. And so if you want to get those at an amazing deal and an amazing price, you head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards and use your promo code Bards. But in addition to the Giza cotton sheets, there is another sheet. They're the Percal sheets. They're ideal for summer. They're amazing. They're a little lighter. They're very comfortable. They breathe beautifully and they're on sale for as low as $39.98 with your promo code BARDS. So when you mix all that together, you get sheets, you get a blanket, you get pillows, you get mattresses, you get everything you possibly need for a great night's sleep at MyPillow.com. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS promo code BARDS. And yes, we're talking about sheets on Bards FM. It's a great place to talk about sheets because sheets give you that great night's sleep. And you can find everything you need right there on MyPillow.com. More even than that, than sheets and mattresses, there's all sorts of great products for the home and the bath. So MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. And if you want to speak to a Patriot pillow counselor, you call 800-975-2939. 800-975-2939. 800-975-2939. There is a Patriot pillow counselor on standby for you 24-7. to Take care of your sleeping needs. So again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Well, Patriots, there's the typical craziness that's going on. The house is going, the house that is the house in Congress with led by the drunk Nancy Pelosi and probably Lizard Head clone for all I know. She is now very happily announcing to the world that in a vote of 27 to 2013, the assault weapons ban was passed, which effectively means nothing other than to make the liberals feel like they're having some substantial victory, which they are not, and making people feel like they're making a big dent in gun ownership, which, of course, they are not, because those that believe all of that are silly to begin with. We also have the knowledge that the economy is doing quite well. In spite of two quarters of decline, the fact that we have a 30% ho- household inflation and a 9.2 CPI, please don't distress because we are not in a recession, according to the Biden administration and their various talking heads. They're letting, And to even reinforce that more, WikiLeaks has supported the Biden administration by changing the definition of what a recession is. So don't worry, patriots. We're all in good hands. We have nothing to concern yourself with. China has mobilized military to the border of on along the coastline and it's said that if Nancy Pelosi flies in, they'll shoot her down. I'm trying to see the downside on that threat, but nonetheless, it apparently has some people in D.C. slightly concerned. But anyway, as we move along, this is a great story tonight. As you might know Dr. Carrie Mede was in an airplane accident some time ago. It's a little suspicious. She'll talk to you about the whole incident. It's actually quite amazing. And you're going to hear truly tonight the power of God to heal. Dr. Medeza, I consider her a good friend and she's an incredible voice on the fight over this last year to keep people alive and away from this nasty COVID stuff. And she'll talk a little bit about that as well. But this is just truly a very personal and very powerful story tonight that I think you'll enjoy. So without further ado, let's bring on Dr. Carrie Madej. Patriots, I'm really honored today to have Dr. Carrie Maday join us. As you know, she was in a recent accident and we are so blessed that she's been healing well and she's back here in true form with some great updates on research and most importantly, updates on herself. So Dr. Madej, welcome to the show, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Scott, thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely, so why don't we start with kind of what happened and how you're doing, those two things.
1: Sure, so for those that don't know, in June 26th, I was in a Piper, which is a small aircraft like uh, similar to a Cessna and flying, I was the passenger flying um, with the pilot from St. Pete, Florida, to Noonan, Georgia, and everything was okay until seven miles from the Noonan Air- uh, airport, where engine trouble started. Um, the engine started to what I call sputter, and the RPMs dropped to 1,500. So we were descending from 8,000 feet altitude to 5,000 feet altitude. Um, so that's when the engine trouble started. So at that time air traffic controls notified they diverted us to another airport which was strange to me because we had engine problems and this is a whole nother airport uh, you know but i'm not the pilot i'm not the air traffic control i just thought that was strange so we get uh, diverted to warm springs this is, this is goes for for crashing and having engine problems. There's a long time to think about things, Scott. This is not like a short time. And so a lot of thoughts go through your head. And um, of course the pilot did different things like turn on the fuel pumps and, and all the, the fuel tanks were opened, etc. nothing worked. And then while we see Warm Springs, the, the runway, you can see it, the RPMs go to zero. So this is going from about, we were around uh, I don't know, I would say 3,000 feet altitude for sure, minimum. When that's when we started dropping, the glide of the plane stopped and we started to literally drop. And I'm like, this isn't supposed to happen. And the pilot said, this isn't supposed to happen. And um, so there was still some control over the plane um, as far as maneuvering it side by side, right? So there was a lot of flat land, farmland. But the problem was the pilot told me later there were, there were power lines. I, I wasn't looking at that. I assume that's what happened. So there were a patch of wood. So he said, we have to go there to crash. So that's where we crashed. Um, So I just really said, are you kidding me? The woods. Now, the weird thing is the whole time we were both calm and I was praying i put my right hand on the side of the plane my left hand on the ceiling and i was praying so loud to yeshua hamashiach we are covered on your blood adonai save us and with my whole being and i remembered something that was told to me about 25 years ago um i believe god was speaking to me because he told me a strange message he said you will not die in a plane crash that's not how you will leave this world and it never left me, I remembered that. So now I'm, I was very confident and I remember that saying, and I'm like, okay, he said I was gonna die, but he didn't say I wasn't going to be in a plane crash. <laughs> and it looks like I'm gonna be in one. And then I realized it's gonna hurt, it's gonna really hurt, because we were going into the trees. And so, um, but I had this but it, sense of calmness, I didn't panic. And even the pilot said, there's nothing I can do, we're gonna crash, but I'm gonna try to follow his loggers trail. And I said, okay, as I'm praying. was a really strange calm, calmness. And um, so as I was praying, and right before we hit the trees, I envisioned this this big hand underneath the plane, a big hand on top of the plane and wings on either side of the plane. I felt like we were in his hands. And I said, your will be done. Whatever you want, is it's your will. And kind of surrendered. And then the pine trees kept, flying into the the windshield, I couldn't see anything. I don't know how the pilot followed the logger's trail. I think the hand of God guided the plane because it was able to follow it somewhat. And then when we crashed, it was literally a boom. It was like an explosion. I felt like a bomb went off because the ringing in the ears and the sensory overload and the inability to breathe, um, this grunt. is just a weird sensation. I felt like a bomb, right? And the, the, the seat exploded, the seats exploded in the the aircraft, and they can take a lot of Gs, right? So that tells you it was definitely some force. And the seat broke, so heads bounced up into the ceiling, to the side, to side. My face was mostly saved, just the right side was affected because I decided not to look at the final impact. I wanted to turn to the left, and that saved my face. Um, I didn't want to see something coming into the windshield, but the plane stopped so abruptly 15 feet before the big tree started again. Wow, That's just amazing. You know, a second or two later could have changed everything. Um, so praise God for that. Um, when I realized that we, a, we're still alive, I was shocked. I thought it was a ghost. It wasn't. <laughs> like I'm still on my body and I have pain, so I'm alive. So that was a realization. I had to go through that. And then the doctor mode kicked in, which thank goodness for that training, because that was a, I was able to compartmentalize. So when I saw my leg was really bad, my foot was turned 120 degrees the opposite direction. It looked like a mannequin foot. And um, you know, the tibia and the fibula were completely shattered and broke off from the foot. So I, I realized, okay, doctor mode, I'm not going to freak out about that. What do I have to do? Get the pressure off so the bones don't cut through the skin so I don't bleed out. So I'm like, okay, I got to extricate myself out through the plane and go onto the wing where I laid my body in the wing. Now the pilot was going in and out of consciousness. So I had to reorient him every you know, few minutes or so because he didn't realize we we're in a plane or that he thought he was, he was dreaming. So, um, so reorienting and I'm like thinking, okay, I'm just going to do this. And the sirens are going to come. We're going to be good. Right. This is what the movies show you. <laughs> and, uh, it was really hot that day. So uh, I was getting burned in my clothes, but I'm like, that's okay. They're coming any minute now, because we, he did tell the air traffic control we're crashing. We're, we're not going to make the runway. The air traffic control said, do what you have to. I remember though that word that's phrase. Um, and so I thought for sure, someone's going to come looking for us. 15 more more minutes go by, nothing. So I said, they're not looking for us. So um, we were able, I, when the pilot was in and out of consciousness, we were able to get a, a phone, his phone. So I called 911 and the dispatch you know, asked for the health insurance card first before she could talk to us about the plane crash. <laughs> you have to laugh at these things, COVID status, you know. Um, It shows you how the AI protocol is already in place, though. She was reading from a protocol, and that's what she was saying, you know. Uh, Anyhow, uh, she finally realized the urgency. I said, we're not going to make it if you don't come here soon. We have some bad injuries. And luckily, the plane did not blow up or was on fire. So very grateful for that, even though the right wing was clipped. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because that's where the fuel would be. Um, But it it didn't explode or, or blow up. So she said, we have help on the way. Well, another 15 plus 20 minutes go by, nothing. I said, you're lying to us. There isn't, we don't have help coming on the way. You don't know where we're at. She finally admitted to me. They didn't know. They just were trying to keep us calm. So I thought they could pin your location when you're talking to them on the cell phone, but evidently that's just in the movies. So I said, we need, I'm going to pin my location, but she kept calling me. So I said, please stay off the phone. Do not call me back, please. I need to pin our location. So she finally got that and I was able to do that. But first, before I could do that, the phone overheated. So I'd put the phone underneath my body, cool it down. Got it cool down. The Wi-Fi goes out. I'm like, God, you've got to throw me a bone here. I need, I need help. I was praying to God, I need, we need help. The phone overheated again, got it out. Um, so finally, I could pin the location, sent it to a family member, the pilot, and then dispatch called. They said, this is where the pin is at. Um, please call this family member. They got connected. Great. Got help on the way. So it seemed like an eternity, but eventually I heard sirens in the distance, barely in the distance. And then the dispatch said, well there's 20 units surrounding your pin, but nobody can find you because there's no entry point and they're completely, you have no idea. So she said, for them to really find you, you're gonna have to scream with everything you have. And so I'm telling you, Scott, the voice that came out of me was not mine. I've never screamed like this in my life. And the length that I could scream was not human. I was just, I felt like I was roaring like a lioness. And she was even telling me, Carrie, take a breath. I'm like, no way. I'm like, rawr. And I was screaming louder and louder. And then finally, a sheriff with a megaphone was able to meet me. And he said, you know, without the pen and yelling, we would never found you. We're not even looking in that area. We weren't even looking there. Um, So there's a lot of things that uh, were, were miracles and blessings that day. And so. Uh, they finally had to cut down some trees they had a bush hog or a four by four with a farmer on it to get us out (laughs) he was having the time of his life because he had a cigar hanging from his mouth i'm on the backboard watching him thinking this is the twilight zone he was uh, he loved it a little smile on his face and he's like you know trucking us out of there um and like now this is surreal and we got to the ambulance they were dry heaving over my foot they are not used to seeing that warm springs um it's not the inner city of atlanta um, but when they got over the vomiting and the dry heaving, they got me on the, the ambulance and then they got me to uh, the medivac and took to the trauma unit there. Um, and the, the pilot is, was stable. He didn't need any surgery. Um, he's, he's recovering well. But in the hospital, there are more miracles because when I got there, um, they were talking about a woman that was probably going to be paralyzed in um, their spinal cord compression in the, between T9 and T12. And I'm like, thank God I'm not her. And then all of a sudden I heard my trauma name. I realized that was me. I'm like, oh no. And I said, nope, not my, not my story. Not happening to me. I had a mental fortitude, like not happening. Right. And a couple, two to three hours later, probably about two hours later, the same group of doctors came into my room. Once they had me in the intensive care unit, they said, well, we looked at your, your scans again. They weren't new scans, the same scans. They said, and I don't know what happened. I guess we just looked at them wrong. Um, there's no problem with your spinal cord. We're clearing you completely. You're good. That was (laughs) so from one extreme to the other. Um, and, uh, it it is amazing because people were praying when they finally found out in the evening and I felt the prayers, I could feel them in my body. And the next day there, we had the surgery. And when I came out of surgery, there was, um, there were about 8,000 people live streaming on a, on a prayer zoom call that i had organized the friday before that the crash i thought it was, we were going to pray for the world but i ended up organizing it for for us right which is really funny um but there ended up being that many people live streaming praying and i could feel the prayers happening because there was a strange electric blue fiery sensation on my leg that was Operated on. I mean, I could almost see the blue flames coming out of it, and it was the most pleasing sensation, the most amazing feeling. And I'm like, "This is so amazing! This is cool!" I mean, I couldn't move my body. I was so I could only like move my head a little bit, but I was smiling, going, "This is the coolest thing." And when people came in to pray, I could feel the prayers in my body. I could feel the Holy Spirit, and that started my healing because right after those sensations, I didn't have pain in that leg, which is just unbelievable Scott I've had many patients with these injuries they have a lot of pain I I didn't now my whole body was a bruised bag right but um, shortly after I just was discharged from the hospital I I really didn't have any pain so they said I had five vertebral fractures they end up being mild Um, you know I had a little orbit fracture hand fracture some rib fractures but they're all mild Um, and that was just a miracle because being you know, thrown to the ground with that much force that you can break the the aircraft seats—they explode. It's a lot of force, right? Um, and then I never lost consciousness. I was lucid and coherent the whole time. Um, being a doctor mode, you know, kind of guiding some of the paramedics. I'm like, "You need to. Well, how much morphine are you giving me? And you're. Oh, no, COVID shots. That was my first sentence to them. Don't give me the COVID shots, whatever you do. I refused all blood products too. Um, so you know i was coherent to say all those things they said you're going to tell me you're going to die bleeding out i said yep i'll die i said but no blood products um it was interesting but I, I was very humbled because of the power of our father i mean right after the crash i was praising his name you know holy 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 he were i i felt so humbled by you saved me me <laughs> why but okay, God, I guess I, I will make sure that I make this the most amazing experience and that I share this passion with everybody else and that he loves all of us, right? He loves us so much. So I get teared up because I feel his Holy Spirit and I feel that this is a turning point we'll see more and more miracles and i love and i was humbled by the prayers so i've started more prayer groups you know and it's amazing scott because people are sharing their stories they're this is a war we're going through they have their traumatic experiences people getting their children uh, ripped away from them in divorce settlements and getting force injected or seeing their loved ones die being trapped in the hospital or you know so many different things happening, being bullied and pressured and coerced, and and they want their stories heard. And so we're praying for them. And people are, are wow, the prayers, and you can feel the Holy Spirit even through the Zoom meetings because you know quantum physics, right? That's something that's real, and it doesn't matter how far away we are. It's realizing the power of us, and it's and I'm reminding people that just because you see you, Scott, or me, and we're on social media, doesn't mean we're any different than they are. Like, they can do the same thing. Like, you can pray out loud. Do you know how to do it? I didn't know how to do it at first. It just started talking to God. And then laying on of hands, you just touch somebody. Now you're praying with your heart. That's what you do. And you know, you start believing in the Word and having power and taking authority back over your body, your holy temple, and taking dominion back over the world, the land, our children, us, because this is ours. This is not any demonic right. We just gave it away. It's all smoke and mirrors. The second we understand who and what we are, that this body was made to inhabit the Holy Spirit, this body that is so amazing, that means nothing is impossible. In a twinkling of an eye, we can turn all of this insanity around. And so that's my passion now is to, Talk to people about the power of the word, the power of the name, and what we can do.
0: That is a beautiful story. Absolutely. It's uh, very much Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I have given you the authority to walk on snakes and scorpions, and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you.
1: And I'm going to walk soon. I can't wait till this leg is walkable. I have a lot of titanium in it. But I'm going to walk, and I'm going to roar and watch out. I have a righteous anger. That's more powerful now. It's
0: that's a beautiful statement right there, righteous anger, because I don't you understand it and I, I've I've lived through it and it, it is a true fire. It's a and it's a compassionate fire, but it's intense. You have such compassion and love for people around you and God's children, but there is such a ferocity against this enemy and this evil. It's beautiful that's a beautiful statement, Carries. It's wonderful. What an amazing story. So is there an investigation going on or is it What's that looking
1: like? Sure, there's an investigation, but I can tell you this statement that the truth and the final report, I don't think will be the same at all.
0: I I could see that with what all that we have going on. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about you walking. You've been in therapy and told me that's gone very, very well. And in fact, I was surprised because you said the other day you were at a chiropractor's, which is not something someone would think of with the injuries you have. And that says you were really moving along quickly in your therapy.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's called atlas orthogonal. So they use a sound wave. It's really scientific. They take the exact dimensions, the exact degree off that your C1, C2 is off. And they use the, the, the opposing force, but they don't need much, just a sound wave. So it doesn't the rest of your body and it's amazing wow i i trust that wholeheartedly but i'm able to stand on my two feet i just can't walk completely and this has only been less than it's like four and a half weeks out from the surgery so that's pretty amazing um my leg looks amazing compared to what it did uh praise god i mean the, the doctors were shocked they said oh we must have a really good surgeon but I attributed that to the to the prayers and the power of God and then also getting introduced to new technologies. That was the other exciting thing. Timing is everything, isn't it?
0: Yes it is. So
1: the problem I had before was that I would talk about the potential of our body because we are electrical beings. We are biophotonic, our our genome, biologic and light oh my goodness, but I was a new ager for saying we had energy. I was a new ager for saying frequency. I'm a witch, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, please, guys, it's not new age because why do you accept an EKG? Why should you accept an EEG? Because then you're admitting that you have electricity in your body, it's what it's measuring. Why do you get pH of your body? Well, pH is just another way of saying voltage. Each pH is equal to a certain voltage. We are electrical beings. you know, why do you have static shock? <laughs> You're creating electricity. So, we've just been taught to ignore that whole part of our body, that whole amazing part. Well, so now, for the first time, just recently, I'm saying these words and I'm not getting attacked by people out there. People are saying, yeah, this is true. It was. It's a weird, like one day something's not okay, the next day it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But people are accepting this and like, this is good. So if they're accepting it, then wow, a whole new world of how we heal has now been opened. Because if we're electrical beings, frequency, now we know different ways to heal our bodies, not just cutting and, you know, taking something out, putting something in our mouth. We can affect our body through frequency and knowing what negatively affects us. We know 5G, we know the low orbit satellites, but what positively affects us? nature grounding ourselves with bare feet in the grass right knowing that our bodies were made to walk barefoot for a while so that we could stimulate all these hormones and good cells and we don't get that anymore um so because we don't get that anymore there was a plate called Juven. i started to use and i didn't think it was going to work I'm like not going to work but i'll try it <laughs> i'm telling you within one day my pain was decreased i was able to stand upright i couldn't stand up right with my spasms one day. And I'm like, baby, this is just a fluke. So some of my friends tried it 20 minutes later, their old injuries were already feeling better. 20 minutes. Um, One of my friends had vertigo severe for six years. It was 90% improved after three 20 minute sessions. And he had tried everything. So
0: what is this? This is fascinating. So tell me. It's a
1: plate. And now you would think it's a vibratory plate, but it's not Uh, a vibratory plate just shakes you really hard. Right. And it's not specific for you. Mm-hmm. This is different. When you stand on it, it's actually measuring your frequency and the impedance that you personally need. It's sending up many signals, many frequencies and uh, with different forces. And it's just reading your body when you're standing on it. So after 12 seconds, it knows what you need. And so it will start doing these little micro impacts that never go over 0.3 G's. A new fact I learned was that if you have micro impacts for an extended amount of time over 0.3 G's, you induce a lot more inflammatory cytokines. So these ones, these plates that shake you a lot actually give you more damage, makes sense. So this one is giving you just the spot, right? So when you're getting this micro impact, it's analogous to walking briskly barefoot, like on the grass or the beach or something. So you could do it in nature, but how many people are doing that, right? So anyway, what they found is that the stem cells are increased by 40%. Mesenchymal cells are increased to its capacity. Your red blood cells, your white blood cells, healthy are being produced. Collagen is, in a healthy way, is being laid down. This is amazing, right? Osteoporosis, in their studies, showed plus 11% increase in bone density. Plus 11 huge. Oh, I mean, 0.5% we jump for joy. This should be used everywhere. Look at the people that could benefit. I know teenagers and young adults having problems with osteoporosis, but you know, the companies told me, they said they tried to go to the doctors. I said, They're, then they rejected. They said, yeah, they said drug companies were after them, giving them threats because this is going to cut into people's paychecks, their bread and butter. They don't want to see this. People need to realize our medical system is a death cult. It's about keeping you sick and maintain sick and draining you from every bit of your your money source until you die. Unfortunately, that's the way it's created. It's a bad way. It's not that they are all bad people inside of it, but that's the system that we're in. So the good thing about this is you can go use it. You can buy it. No doctor or hospital can prevent you because they're saying it's a supplement of exercise. It's not a treatment because just
0: so what's the name of it
1: it's called juvent j-u-v-e-n-t so i know that they're a little bit on backward because a lot of people are trying it out now but um you know sometimes there are centers you can go to you can look on their website there could be like a physical therapy center you can visit and use it um until they have more in in stock but this is just opening up a window of what we our bodies can do our body, the body's healing itself, this plate is just helping reproduce something that we could do in nature, but most of us don't have the ability to do. So this is awesome. Now you're getting a glimpse into the beauty of how you're wonderfully and fearfully made. And also, um, I've tried a little bit with uh, scalar wave, also the pulse electro electromagnetic frequency, um, like a beamer pad, these are all beautiful devices. I believe all these things could be done naturally in the world, but this is our launching pad to understanding how we can heal our own bodies. And what is making us sick is being induced upon us. We don't need that death cult. See, this is what is exciting. This is what I've been praying for, is to wipe our hands clean of that death cult. We don't need your shots making us sick, giving us cancer and autism. We don't want those we don't want these drugs that are making us sick we don't want any of that because we know now we're becoming awakened and aware of the power of what we have so this is these are just the baby steps in between this is the launching pad to what i think in our generation we will see that we won't even need these these technologies but right now they've been beautiful and you don't get restricted from getting it um You know, you can either also the beamer pad, right? So this is putting all the flow back into your little blood vessels. So injuries are improved, pain is improved, cardiac function, blood pressure, all kinds of things. So could you do this by grounding yourself in the natural earth? Yeah, but how many people are gonna lie out there on the beach and the the grass for X amount of hours a day? Not very many, right? But this is a, a way to do that um scalar wave therapy i was able to try that for six days at leila Sentner's uh residence and she's opening up uh, her own center this is a new technology that i'm still wrapping my head around but it's based on nikola tesla's work so he's fan- fascinating right mm-hmm. so toroidal complexes um, toroidal complexes they're they're natural we're toroidal complex or energy field the earth has it and she admitted that the, the um, inventor, which is Dr. Sandra Rose Michael, that we have it naturally, but what's happened is that we're inundated with bad frequencies from 5G low orbit satellites, interrupting these. So what our natural ability to heal, the energy needed to heal is being disrupted. So she's recreated the field with these uh, these monitors that are putting out photons of light and frequencies. And she angles them at just the right um distances away from each other so that in the center a toroidal complex is formed so that means it's recreating something we should have out in nature but when you're in the middle you're just sitting there you're not doing anything nothing's programmed it's not connected to the internet it's allowing the energy that should be there so your body is getting almost like a a jump start right of what it's supposed to have so what i felt was all the areas in my body that were damaged all of a sudden a tingling sensation more blood flow um just, I just, it's all I know is that my body knew where it needed this this energy. So I felt better and better. Now, what I'm, I'm trying to figure out is how much you need. I think we need more research in this area, but they plan to. Have many centers around the world and that nobody will be restricted that it'll be affordable for everybody they were hoping like it'd be sixty dollars an hour for somebody to, to go to one of these centers the whole point is that a doctor in a hospital cannot restrict you Sheesh. um and so this is a potential it the, see all these things are happening like now timing is everything and the plan is to unveil them really quickly and so many that the forces that are against us just can't stop that. It's too much. And you're not treating anybody. You're just, you know, going into a sub, getting a supplement, right? You're, it's not a treatment. You're just sitting around this, this area. There's no treatment, there's no plan or anything like that. So, um, you know, this is, I think though, with this, this new technology, I would like to see more research about, you know, they do different units. How many units do you have? I had 32. I'm thinking for myself, I would need a little less so we should do some more research and investigation to what is individual to a person but the whole point is that there's been a lot of amazing improvements people's tumors can be shrinking in a day um uh, are benign tumors i've seen i've seen uh, i've been reported somebody told me this and showed me pictures of somebody's breast cancer that was the hope center told her go away we can't help you the hope center told her that is you just go home and die we have nothing for you and, and her your tumor was shrinking just by being around this thing these are anecdotal you know so uh just letting people know that this is a new way of thinking about our bodies and us how our bodies know how to heal our bodies are not fragile little things it's just that we've been induced with so many poisons and toxins purposefully we've been given poison shots we've been given poison frequencies and this is not by accident so now we understand who and what we are now we understand what makes us healthy we don't need that death cult system. This is the beginning of a new paradigm, a new, our our world, taking our world back, our dominion back.
0: That's no, fantastic, I couldn't agree more on so many levels on this, because it's, uh, the natural healing of the body is profound. I've witnessed it myself, and the anchoring, just the things you're talking about, the anchoring, just a brief story on that, I, I had a really bad knee injury when I was in martial arts years ago, and should have had surgery, and, it healed very quickly. And I was reflecting the other day why that healing happened so fast. And I remembered that I was doing all my workouts at that time barefoot in the park. That's how I would train. And it's like, wow, uh, I was getting-
1: So you were doing it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was. And it's just, its now we understand it. Yeah. But, you know, and it's because the healing shouldn't have happened. It literally happened in days.
1: Awesome. And you, it
0: was a massive tear. You were doing right? your own
1: jupiter plate. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. I'm fascinated by these well, you know cuz I, I have I have a hyperbaric chamber, I have uh it's a mild hyperbaric, I have a dry sauna, IR sauna. I I use these things regularly and I and I think that they they do so much more than we have any idea. And that's just another little like you say, it's just these little things these that are all part of a massive amount of technologies that are out there that are really good. Let's talk a little bit about the research side of what you were doing, and especially we'll come back to these technologies because I think there's some opportunity to discuss potential future cures for some of these that are damaged by the vax. We've seen some pretty devastating things come out and mind-bending coming out of Mike Adams' recent work where he's been taking some of these blood clots and putting them in the lab. What are your thoughts on that? I know you've seen that research.
1: I'm not surprised at all, because this this really mirrors what I've seen under the microscope and um, what other people have seen as well, because what they're describing, what's happening, is to me a form of these, uh, it's a injectable superconducting material that they've been putting in people, so injectable computing material. And so these things were fashioned and designed to um, hybridize with the human body. Remember, they all want to make us hybrids by a certain year, right? Organic and synthetic together. And these, these substances like hydrogel were designed to hybridize with the human tissue. They were designed originally for the nervous tissue, but somehow you're seeing things in these blood vessels, but they, they're synthetic and they're acting like, like even Mike Adams says they're acting strange, popping and crackling. And, um, uh, even some other people have seen actually some threads that look, um, like filaments coming out of them. So this is what I was seeing under the microscope and the baby beginning stages of this is over and over again in every vial there was definitely just these weird filaments that were look like nano uh, or carbon tubules. Also these little silicon wafers that if they're piled on top of each other can form a chip in a host, um, you know, uh, A lot of these delivery, uh, I call them donuts. they look like which could extrude material. These are payloads. This is, they didn't hide that we're supposed to be linked. They said by 2030, now they want 2027, all of us to the Internet of Bodies. That means that they have to change our body in some way to be linked. They want everybody in the world. So everybody needs to look that up. That's what their goal is. How would they do that? How would they change your body? They have to give us something shots are the perfect mechanism this is the perfect lie the perfect story cover story to get you to get the superconducting material inside now will one shot do it probably not it's it's, it takes many layers because um they put too much in a shot you'd have an anaphylactic reaction which we saw in the very beginning right so i believe they tweak their doses over time they want to get they have to build it, just like you're building like a Lego set, let's say, or Lincoln Logs. You have to put some pieces in one at a time, then the next foundation, the next. That's exactly how I see them doing it with these shots. Um, Now, is their research or technology really perfected? Absolutely not. I think they have really sloppy work out there. Everything looks different, but I can tell you that's what they're trying to do. That's what they're attempting to do. Um, so that once you have enough inside of you, it's a two-way communication. You are now always monitored. I mean, you're tagged and, and monitored like a piece, like a cow out there in the field. It's just the enslavement of the ultimate form. And then we could go in many different ways of how and what they would do with that. But the idea is to, to get you into also with something called the metaverse where you're, you're, you're part in the AI world and part here in this world. And I told you before, Remember, words and symbols are everything. Meta means death in Hebrew, so it's the death verse. Come and you know the digital world is is the death world. It truly is. It's not alive. It's fake, right? It's all created. Uh, and then this is analogous to Satan. Satan cannot create. He is death. He is. He cannot create anything new. He can only copy and try to mimic and mirror what is in life, but he can't create it. He needs us. We can create with God. Why would we ever give up that beautiful gift and go into the death world? Why would we ever try to think that the technology they have can ever beat what God has created in this world, the most amazing artist ever? they They can't beat it. So remember, all of this is going around the death verse versus what our Father God and Yeshua Jesus Christ is offering us eternity with them in the eternal life. And that's what we're facing, a crossroads. Which way do you go? And what's exciting is now we're what's being illuminated is that the beauty of our bodies and how we are wonderfully and fearfully made, that we are His and that we can heal our bodies. We don't need that death world. We don't need to be fooled and tricked into that. And so I hope that through these series of discussions and how you're presenting it, we can help our brothers and sisters see, Get the scales off their eyes, what's happening around them, and then remember who and what they are.
0: It's beautiful. I mean, I've talked a lot about the bifurcation, which is literally what we're talking about here. It's a bifurcation of humanity and it's a it's a creation of two worlds before us. We're literally at the valley of decision. And we have to make that decision which way we go. What you've pointed out there though, which is a really interesting thing to consider, is that this transition that they're creating for these people that are continuing to follow the shots, that transition into the transhumanist world and this metaverse isn't a choice. It becomes a natural evolution for them is what you're making it sound like, is that correct?
1: Yes, because over time, and they have proven this even with military recruits, victims, that when you're getting this substance inside of you, you're getting messages in your body that would be considered thoughts so they brag that these thoughts or messages or downloads are indistinguishable from your own you wouldn't know what thought is yours or what thought is something else and so how do you think you'd really be making your own true decision and making a, a really rational behavior choice if you don't know what thought is yours or not and they also brag about at some point they could you know put a, a memory inside of you or take a memory out you know through the neural link just think of it as a plug and play like moderna is telling you they're putting an operating system in you with applications they can plug and play just like a phone um these people do not care about humanity they don't have a heart they don't have empathy or conscience and people need to realize that we're not dealing with other people that we know ourselves as they do not they do not care for, for people just like a computer. Uh, AI system sees us as expendable and a dollar amount on our heads. And so it's not going to have empathy or conscience. We cannot lose that or we're no longer human. And if we keep letting them make decisions for us with computer programs, with AI programs, you know, it'll be a living hell here. So we can't go in that direction. But just remember, as you get each shot your ability to really think clearly is decreased. Your ability to to really be an independent thinker is decreased and you don't even know it because you're getting thoughts in you that probably aren't yours. Now, has somebody got one or two shots or boosters It all over with? I truly believe in the power of God, you can't be God. And if they repent and they pray, I've seen people heal. I don't know who is saved and who's not, I'm not God, but I know that we should always choose God, and I should always try. Um, and there's always hope because our God is a loving and forgiving God. He's given us a lot of chances, hasn't he?
0: He sure has. It's pretty amazing when we have these conversations and watch how God works. And you don't know this, but uh, two weeks ago, um, I have the my audience knows it well. I mean, two weeks ago, I've been taking my Saturdays off finally just to spend time with God because it's like good. I need time to just commune. You know? <laughs> good. And so I go up to the other property and I woke up one morning, this is two weeks ago, and almost three now, and it was two things. They must repent and they must not game the system. And I've been just kind of on this repentance focus lately. And so to hear you say what you said, it's just, again, it's God's message putting out to everybody that all things are
1: possible.
0: Yeah, All things are possible through him. Amen. But the it has to be a place where we truly repent from where we were to return to where he needs us to be. It is a beautiful and powerful place. And when we embrace it, it's just, it's so incredibly transformative in so many levels. And your story is fantastic. I mean, just it's a testimony to that sort of love and power and, and your commitment to that walk, which is beautiful. So let's talk a little bit about some of these great technologies you've been exposed to now. And, of course, it is a difficult time when we watch family members, friends who have taken this. Some are have awakened after they've taken it. Some are still trapped in that matrix of craziness. Do these technologies, in your opinion, offer the potential to purify the body of this mess that they put in?
1: I think anything is possible, and also with prayer and repentance, I've seen miracles happen with it. But something that people should know is, I, I love, so let's take genetic modification. We know that's a problem, right? So this is something hopeful to know. So the Russians are brilliant with their research, and they tr- And our government tries to hide the research that they're doing. But there are some things that come out. So what I love is they've been do- using pyramids in Russia, Bulgaria and Slovakia, et cetera. So their their pyramids, sometimes they make them the exact dimension of the Pyramid of Giza, which is around 52.2 degrees, I think angle, I might be wrong on that. But they also have their own Russian pyramid, which is a 73 degree angle. So they're making them out of just like fiberglass. The material's not important. They're just making the exact dimensions. And they just put them out in a field, let's say where they're growing crops. So this is what they're noticing. There is a toroidal field made that's in a perimeter around the pyramid. And what's happening is it's harnessing the energy of the earth, the natural energy. And what they're seeing is that the crop production goes up 400%. There's more oil, plentiful oil underneath there that's thinner and flows more, uh, you know, it's plentiful. Also water is more plentiful. Ain't or extinct plants and flowers are coming back. People that sit around this. It's like the scalar wave where they're feeling better and they feel like they're getting healed of things food is preserved better in there there's actually um you know this this also this natural protection they, they claim from even emfs and, and all that it's almost like a barrier it's pretty cool but this is what the coolest thing is why i found i've stumbled upon this because i'm like look nothing is impossible with god you can't beat life you can't beat god you can't trick him you can't outsmart him and this is what everybody's gotten themselves into a tizzy about like it's all over with like but our god is great So what's happening to the seeds and the seedlings in this this complex inside the pyramid or right by it is that these seed seedlings are turning back to their original wild type genome all by themselves because life is memory and you can't beat God. Is that not awesome?
0: Wow, that's amazing.
1: So all these years of the research, all this, this all down the drain, because like that, it just turns back to what it's supposed to be. So what I'm saying is not build the hugest pyramid in your backyard, but I'm just saying that, <laughs> look guys, we, we have potential of this. God has got this under control, but you have to trust him and not the AI God. Who do you, you can't serve two masters. Who do you serve? And he's giving us another chance here in this interim. And so what we have to do is, is know who he is. He's the only true living God. Everything else is dead again they're all dead but our true living God so I'm excited for for that and I'm excited to try to share that passion with others we can save more brothers and sisters from choosing the wrong path nothing is impossible and these things that we're finding under the microscope the superconducting material remember a program can be wiped you can't wipe life off the earth right it's impossible so remember who's more powerful so I think I don't know all the answers to that but let's think along the lines of how would you wipe a program like maybe like a, a mini EMP you know I'm saying don't build one guys I didn't say that <laughs> what I said is that what if how would you wipe a computer you know program right. I think that we have some technologies already out there that can do these things I think there's technologies that can wipe out the mac addresses and the barcodes maybe some people already have inside them so never never lose hope and remember the scriptural truth that everything else is a lie and the scripture how many times god's you know if my people turn or repent from their evil ways i will heal them in their land the entire bible is relevant not just some of it so forget about just reading revelation <laughs> okay because it's the whole bible he is always a loving forgiving god he just gave a prophecy we don't have to be living that out we don't have to fulfill that right now he can heal us and our land and we can bring heaven to earth here right because he loves us. He doesn't look at this this world, Scott. It's a beautiful world. If you you know, you've traveled, I've traveled a teeny bit. We don't we don't lack resources, we don't lack we're not overpopulated. We're lied to about every number. There's such liars. We have everything we need. So let's take Dominion back and not allow them to destroy and turn us into this death world.
0: Oh, I so agree. That's fantastic. So what's ahead for you besides incredible healing and incredible testimony to that? Are you going to get back to some of your research or is it, it sounds like it's taken quite a bit of a turn here.
1: Well, I think the answer is God. And if we don't connect with God, I don't care what technology we come up with. We have to have God. We don't have a human solution. And we, through him, we will have divine inspiration. Sure. But we've got to have God first. And you know, that's when you fell alive. That's when I felt alive. I was totally, totally surrendered to him. So even if you get healed physically, if you're not connected with him, you're still dead. So once his leg is my titanium leg is is walking well, I plan to just travel around. I'm called to speak in person to people, and just share that passion and pray with them, and um, yeah, and get them to know that there's hope for everything. There's new things being illuminated right now, and the the ability of our bodies to heal themselves
0: that's fantastic well Gary, we always close with a prayer
1: you want me to do the prayer
0: yeah you go ahead please that'd be great
1: <laughs> dear father in heaven thank you so much for bringing scott um and i together today in fellowship and praising you father god um we know that we are made wonderfully and fearfully through you and that we are made in your image. And we are so humble because that is a beautiful thing that you loved us so much. You created us. You loved us so much. You sent your only begotten son to save us because we give up dominion over our world. And you gave us a second chance to be with you in eternity. You loved us so much that you made us in your image. So that means there's nothing that we cannot do with you, God. Thank you, Father God, that you love us so much. It's so humbling. Thank you father god that you made us so that we are your holy temples that your holy spirit can reside within us that is so amazing we need to be reminded of that continually because once we dwell in that space all the negative things around us all the carnage all the death and destruction all the negative media just goes away because you are here father god and you rule you are the king of kings the lord of lords and that means nothing can come even close to you. When we realize that, because you're waiting for us to grow spiritually, Father God, and thank you for that opportunity to grow up with you spiritually. This world, have heaven come to earth. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for giving us the eyes to see as you do, Father God, for ears to hear as you do, Father God, for our hearts to shine up in love so that we can be beacons of life, light, light for the other lost brothers and sisters out there because all of them need to be saved, Father God. Thank you. May we have the words to speak that are pleasing to you, Father God, because we know there's life and death in the tongue. May we get this discernment to go on each day, and may we have the wisdom to know the choices to make. In Yeshua, Jesus Christ's name, amen.
0: Amen, in Christ's name, amen. Carrie, thank you very much. So I just want to thank you again uh, for the time, and you look great, and it's just such so a Great testimony as to all that's happened, and what a what a powerful story! So, thank you for sharing.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, and let me speak. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, have a blessed day, Carrie. Talk to you soon. You too. Well, Patriots, that was Dr. Carrie Medei. She's doing incredibly well, and prayers have definitely made a difference. And she has given testimony to a profound experience that truly has opened, I think, a lot of people's eyes to the power of healing. This is truly an amazing time, and I think God is opening up many, many channels for us all to realize that as he works through us, as long as we are able to accept that gift, we can live in this world in a most profound way, and evil has no dominion over us. When we are weak, and when we constantly accept that we can't do things here and we are constantly accepting that we are inferior and listen to this garbage that comes out of our elites. We will always be submissive and victimized by their rule, which steals away the dominion, which God gave us. So eyes on Christ. As always, there are some things coming up, which I'll, they will manifest in the next couple of weeks and I'll keep you posted, but there's a pretty long road trip. I'm, getting ready to do a part of that road trip will probably take me down to Florida and Southern Georgia, which will be a place where we'll be doing some prayer rallies and hopefully we'll be able to get some, uh, get Dr. Midday there. She's open to that. So that'd be pretty cool. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for
2: now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden.